G'day everyone, welcome back to Porsche Talk Podcast. I'm Mark from Mark and Cars and joined as always by Ajmal, flat cap driver. Ajmal, how has your week been, my friend? Well, I mean, it's, what day is it? I don't know what day it is, it's Monday, isn't it? <laughs> it is, it is it's, Monday. It is, it's not started off well because, you know, technology, I always find technology really kind of, I find it infuriating where... I worked all last week, sat at the same desk, two screens, docking station, laptop, you know, all fine. Came in today, unlocked my screen. The screens are flickering. The devices that are attached don't work. My speaker doesn't work. My camera doesn't work. I'm on calls and it's all flickering on and off with customers. And then so I have to jump off a call and take 10 minutes to reboot everything and do a million updates. But other than that, everything's great. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great Porsche talk, this one. Yeah, the uh... yeah. <laughs> so there's a rumor going around the traps. You finally got some garage doors on. Yes, that happened last week. Oh my god, it, it's uh, it, it's made me very happy. Uh, it was originally the doors were supposed to go on this week, but they just ah. pulled up and said, "Oh, they're ready to go." So they came, fitted them in about four hours, and when they were finishing, I went to have a look, and they were, "Oh yeah, it's done." He opened and closed it. And as he's leaving, he unplugs an extension cord. And and I went, oh, what was that for? And he went, oh, that's plugged into the doors. And I went, oh, so they don't work now. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, but we had the electrician cable up to where the motor's going to go. And he just said, oh, I'm not authorized or certified to put the plug on the, you know, the socket. Yes, yes. Um, and I, and I, said to him but the wiring is in there the base is on there you know it's normally i would have thought they would have put wired it into a fused spur or something um i i appreciate this is riveting talk for people listening. <laughs> <laughs> so i had to go to the local shop and buy two single sockets and put them on and then plug it in but it works brilliantly fantastic um, and i've so started putting some things in there but that are not car related at all sure uh so shelving stuff like that it, you know it had leaves and stuff in there swept all that up um i have i know you i know you don't approve but i have bought a set of vinyl tiles oh great yeah i can't <laughs> wait for this that's look this will give us content we're gonna have something to talk about once you've realized how bad a decision this is i haven't stuck any down yet then i only bought two packets i think it was sure, and they, sure. they're, they're, they're 1.2 meters each oh biggies and uh, no, no sorry the packet oh okay. the packet yeah, is yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, actual okay. tiles are probably they're quite small they're 300 by 300 or something yeah yeah something like that yeah and um so i haven't put any down so i'll have to get some kind of roller to roll them down properly but first what i have to do is when it rains heavily I have to go in there and see if any rain's coming under the door. Okay, sure. Um, so if it is, then I have to just look at how I can stop that and then make sure that I don't tile and then they end up on. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, I'm really, I'm really sort of dithering. Uh, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm on the horns of a painful dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> if i do this and it goes wrong oh my god firstly my wife will laugh at me and not forgive me um and and she's saying is this what's holding up going to get the 912s and i went well well kind of and the weather and the fact that it might not work but yeah, this is the yeah. main thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i'll give a notice that the storage facility so i have to get oh, it this month right so you know i've got i've got two weeks but it's sunny today so i'm not going to get it today but it's sunny yeah, yeah. So what you're waiting for is a day when it's going to piss down rain, followed by two days of acceptable weather. So you put the tiles down, then you can go yep. pick up the nine twelve when it's also not raining. So in this time of the year, yeah, so this car's never getting so collected. Probably June. Probably June. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's sunny today, and it rained at the weekend. So you know, mm -hmm. it's. Yeah, yeah, I get that it. That would have been the it. ideal conditions, but I didn't go up there at the weekend. So I did go up there yesterday, but I didn't go up there straight after the range. Sure. And is 996 running at the moment? Is this going okay? 996 is running. <clears throat> the exhaust is still leaking. Uh, so it's blowing quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and 
the the rear the rear dampers i don't think are doing anything lack of dampers like literally yeah i feel like it's literally bouncing on the springs like this like hopping down the road whenever you hit a bump is that what's going on always when i bump i feel like it wants to change direction yeah okay uh but stupidly i am still driving it yep i would that surprised me a little the well, I've had a on the floor next to me here. What's oh, that? the new mats. The new mats. Look how big they are. Where are they going? Uh they're that's that's the front ones. That that's like bigger than my whole Cayman, that one mat or yeah, two they, mats. They, uh that's two mats. They they are quite big. Evidently. They're monsters. In fact, I don't think the rug in they're my lounge room's that big. <laughs> well, they don't uh, quite you said lounge room. Yes. So my, my one of my really good friends is from Sydney. Okay. And I'm going to go completely off topic now. <laughs> he says, when you say lounge, he means sofa. And when he, see, he, when he means living, he means lounge room. No, but the room where the lounge is, is a lounge room to me. Because you're saying the lounge is, is a sofa. Yeah, of course. So it's a lounge room. Like a sofa room. It doesn't really work the same though, does it? <laughs> yeah, but we don't we don't call the lounge a room. What like, you, you know the lounge uh, is the VIP room. Lounge. Like the VIP lounge at a nightclub. No, that's what you sit on. That is inside a room. Yeah, that that's a sofa. No, I, th- I feel like people are just cutting their sentences off. That's the problem you got. Hey, wait, wait. Where are you sitting? I'm going to sit on the VIP sofa. Yeah, that doesn't work, does it? No, I'm going to go and sit in the VIP lounge. Maybe. It's like the VIP lounge at the airport. Well, it's not the VIP you, sofa. You would clearly know about that. Oh, I don't. Okay, so. <laughs> I, I, I've never been. I walked past one. I took a wrong turn once and I ended up with one. I was very quickly. And then got escorted out. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Anyway, the 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 mats. Yeah, yeah. The ones in the car I don't think are the correct ones. So they've got um a slight sort of I think they go around the accelerator pedal, but they don't quite fit, whereas these ones just sit a bit further back from the Have you just got some knockoff aftermarket ones that just aren't right? Is that what's going on, you reckon? You think that's what was in there before, yeah. Yeah, okay. They're, and it, they're all worn out. Yeah, we spoke about it last episode. I think you mentioned they're held on by Velcro, not by the pressed down things, aren't they? Yeah, but the new ones, which are from Design 911, they're Velcro as well. They've got mm, little clips. Mm. Yep. Uh, they screw into the carpet. Um, so, with with yeah, it's a, like a plastic thing that screws into the carpet, and it's, it's the Velcro, okay. and then the mat's got a Velcro stitched on. So I'm going to put those, well, I've got a, vacuum i haven't actually tried i got them for christmas but i haven't tried them in there yet yeah okay mid-february great yeah so i hope they're the right ones but but <laughs> now that there's power in the garage i can go and you know vacuum and in. and i there's a data cable that runs up there so i'm going to extend the internet to there and i'll be podcasting from there oh this will be exciting from the studio yeah from the studio uh <laughs> Studio studio room, you'd say. Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> this, the uh yeah, so I'm hoping that I'll be able to do that. Obviously when the weather's better, because it'll be freezing do you think, there. Do you think you'd actually be sitting at a studio or in a studio? Because that's the difference between the lounge and the lounge room analogy you just tried to use back at me. Studio. Well, yeah, in a studio room. I don't know what a studio <laughs> is. I'm completely lost now because Oh, classic. Lounge is so fun. <laughs> well, I've had a debacle in the GD4. No. Have you had a... Uh, Not a prank. No, 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 nothing like that. As, you'd be, as you may or may not recall, I've got lightweight carbon bucket seats in my GD4, okay? Yeah, and you so, change the seatbelts, don't you? Oh, it has both in there. It has both oh, harnesses right. yeah. and seatbelts, right? But... So when you're not using the harnesses, you just pull them all out and you let them sit behind the seat type thing, you know, or un- yeah. and on the through the floor, you know what I mean? Anyway, that aside, by having those buckets and when you're as vertically challenged as I am, to get in and out of the car each time, you actually need to 
to get out of the car, you need to slide the buckets all the way back to get your legs out, right? And then when you when I get in, slide it forward so I can get it in far enough to depress the clutch, okay? The last Saturday morning, I go and get in the car, seat's jammed, driver's seat, won't slide forward anymore, right? It's, it's back because I got out of the car previously, but when I go to get in, I can't get it forward. This is a minor dilemma when your legs are as, you know, the length of a dash ounce. And so I think, what am I going to do here? I've had a look at it. Like, I'm not saying I'm any sort of technician trained by Porsche, but I've got some idea what goes on with cars. I'm looking around. I can't see an obvious problem. I look up to see how the mechanism works. I get under there with a light, see if there's a jammed or a broken bit. I can't see anything. Can't get the seat forward. So I thought, oh, Saturday morning, I'll just take it to the Porsche Centre and leave it with them. Hopefully, there'll be a technician there to fix it. Dun, dun. Yeah. So I had to get like four beach towels and jam in the back of the seat so I could sit forward far enough. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I looked like I'd stolen my dad's car, right? When I was, as I was driving there, no, get there. There's no text there, and I had to leave it there. And they call me on Monday, and on Monday, there's actually a broken the to actually remove the seat whole thing out. You need to be able to slide the seat back and forth, right? So they can't remove the seat to fix the bit that doesn't work that allows you to slide back and forth because you need to slide the seat back and forth to remove the seat. So well, there's a there's a broken piece, a weld or something broke in the base, but now they've physically had to cut the base out of the car, right? What? Because they can't get the seat out. <laughs> and on oh. top of that, the part's like four weeks away from Germany. Mm-hmm. No. So what a debacle. It's, and as you've seen from our communications outside of the podcast, it hasn't been ideal air-cooled car, no air conditioning weather here in Perth during that time. Yeah. Like when I say it hasn't been ideal, yesterday was a pleasant respite at only 39 degrees. Okay. Well, I, I just wanted that, that reassures all the listeners that who thought, we're kind of 10 minutes in and we haven't talked about the weather yet. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I had to get the Porsche weather channel in. So <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> so as a result, it's been a little bit sweaty just daily commuting at the moment little... because I'm having to drive by. Hang on. So what was the humidity level? Hang on. Uh, neg- negative 30. So like you're so parched, the uh, your eyeballs just dry up and fall out of your head, right? But you're underwater. <laughs> no, no, the other way around. Is that dry? It's incredible, right? So that last couple well, of you're, days. You're dry. Yeah, it's the other coast, isn't it? That's Yeah, it's the other side, mm-hmm. you know, where your bro lives. The, he gets, yeah. you know, it only has to be 28 degrees there, but it feels like 45 when it's at about 95% humidity, right? Whereas we're the other way. We're yeah. at about 195 degrees Celsius, right, with zero humidity. Nice, so, crazy. But yeah, that aside. The, um, so, yeah, the last day or and a half have been half tolerable driving around in the car but my goodness last week was it it was pretty special and i had a lot of places to be so i was actually spent an alarming amount of time in the car in that weather oh wow oh my god so um i've had no such issues obviously i uh oh i went to since we last spoke a cars and coffee event oh well done um and me typically me i forgot to take any photos um <laughs> but i did um meet a few interesting people i met a guy called darren gibson i sent you that video that he had already done with tg yes on, on finance. Oh, darren, darren the finance dude yeah and he kind of finances all the rich and famous people and and, and they're not um, and they're not so rich and famous hence the finance yeah. um yeah, exactly. Uh, and he's, um, it's quite clever the way he does it because he doesn't source cars and things like that, but he works closely with, you know, bizarrely works closely with Lamborghini, Porsche, whoever it sure. is, because he's kind of taken away business from them in terms of finance because he, he finances at a lower percentage. But at the same time, he's bringing them business because people who couldn't normally afford a car are buying it sure um but i like the way he talks about when someone says to him i'm about to buy a gt3 um gt3 rs in bright pink 
uh, he he he'll talk to them about how are you going to get out of this car? Yes. How are you going to? Yeah, they're going to buy it. Yeah, because because you've got what well, you've got a deal for three years with a massive balloon payment at the end. Um, how long do you want to keep it? Most people want to keep it one or two years, especially if you're an influencer or something like that. You sure. know, you get so much content out of it, you've got to get rid of it. And he's like, who's going to buy that? Yeah, it's time to buy um, a GT Silver one and get it wrapped. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's um, it was clever. Uh, it was it, it was clever the way he does it, and it's interesting how he's able to pivot so quickly with what's happening in the market. He aligns himself with particular banks. Yeah, good idea. Uh, it was really interesting. So if there's enough um, interest, he said he's happy to come on and talk about it. Um, okay, I think well, it's quite a rich topic. Yeah. Sure. Yep, sure. The um, any listeners out there that are interested in how this process works, I actually find it quite fascinating how it works in different markets. Like you know, in the UK, you guys buy cars very differently to the way Australian people buy cars, or Kiwis, or even Middle Eastern listeners, or even Northern European listeners. All the banking systems and finance and loan systems work a little bit differently. So it might be worth you know seeing how our audience is hearing from different parts of the world and how they achieve those outcomes. And this could be, you know, one of several finance people from different countries explaining how this works. Yeah, because it's the, because obviously there's a penalty payment when you try and leave that agreement early. Sure. And, um, but, you know, in the UK, they have this thing called uh, PCP. I think it's personal contract something or other. I can't remember what it's called or what it stands for. Uh, not PCP angel dust, like the drug that they talk about in trading places. <laughs> yes. um, but the um, but it, it was. I remember when we bought our golf in 2017. Interest rates were really low. Yes. Um, so they were saying for 4.9 percent, you can pay uh, 400 pounds a year for four years, and then there was a big balloon payment at the end. Did you mean a month? 400 pounds a month. 400 pounds a month. Yeah. Yeah, you said a year. That's all. <laughs> Sorry, a, a month, um, and well, for four years, and then um, you had a big balloon payment at the end, or you could hand the car back. Now, um, in the small print at the time, so it's four point nine percent, but in the small print at the time, uh, I saw that the penalty for ending that agreement early was ten pounds. Is that all? That's exactly what I thought. Yeah, and you know when you go. Hang on, I can get a loan for um two percent, under two percent of the time, like one point nine. And I think I got a five year loan at something like five hundred and fifty pounds a month. And it meant after five years I'd own the car without having sure. a balloon payment at the end. And have or um, having to cough up ten pounds. Yeah. <clears throat> I had to cough well, I had to cough, cough up the ten pounds. Uh, so I did. So you. So at the time, you have to take out the uh, credit agreement to get any kind of discount. Sure, sure. I remember back in the day, it always used to be cash is king. Hey, I'm paying cash. Yeah, I oh know. Finance uh, is king at a car dealership. Yeah, exactly. Because finance is another revenue stream for them now. Of course. Mm -hmm. uh, well, it has been for a long time. So if you take out the finance there's more flexibility for you to get a discount. Let's let's get more detail but, on this from our mate. Let's get him on and we'll talk to the nuts and bolts instead of Ajmal's translation of it. What do you mean? That was my real real world experience. Well, you're uh, the, but yes. Yeah. Hang on. Since when have you moved into the real world? I thought we were living uh, in this. Well, sometimes I sometimes do dip into the real world and <laughs> I realise I don't like it and then I come back into my imaginary world. Yeah, okay, good one. I've got some exciting news coming up. Oh, have you? Hang on, hang on. But the before you tell say that the Chizzy Fort is still for sale. Yeah, but I've, look, I've had a couple of people, and I'm I'm worried I'm going to have to replace the tires because of how hard they're getting kicked. Oh right. Oh god. Of uh, which one of the um, people I don't really think they were that serious. I think they just wanted to have a looky touchy feely up close with a GD4 in general. That's my uh, gut feel. Anyway, that aside, I'll look the way the market is at the moment. There's a big gap between what people are asking and what people are offering, and very few are willing to come somewhere in the middle, of which I'm happy to play in the middle. That's life, you know, all good relationships are about compromise. So 
I haven't had someone come to me yet with anything other than a complete low ball or radio silence. So until, you know, until I, I don't need, I'm not in a situation, I'm quite fortunate that where the car has any finance or anything on it. So I'm more, the car's worth more to me to keep than to take a massive hit on the car's value right now. Cause the car shouldn't with the number of them are actually 981 GD4s that were made and brought into Australia. It's about one fifth the quantity of seven eighteens. So there's a lot oh, wow. of, there's a lot of seven eighteen GT fours. There's not many nine eight one GT fours. And after having driven both, it's I bought the nine eight nine eight one right. So the you know I'm, if you want a manual seven eighteen, it's a big difference between nine eight one GT four as well. So if you want a stick shift, it's just it's a small market at the moment with cost of living pressures everywhere around the world at the moment as well. So I'll, I'll sit on the car until a person wants to give me something nearer to what I'm asking. That makes sense. That makes sense because you're selling it because you want to get into something else. And yes. If you can't do that, then what's the point? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the exciting news is um, going to, we've uh, booked a trip to Italy later in the year. Nice. And visiting Excellent. as part of that trip, Porsche Engineering Nardo Centre. Oh, so the Nardo oh. ring down in Puglia, you know, down near um, Nardo there, yeah. it's got that 14-kilometre round track plus a 6-kilometre uh, tr- proving track. Or, what is it? Um, suspension testing track plus is an off-road testing area. So, yeah, I'm doing a getting a tour around there to put together a segment for the podcast. Nice. Are you going to uh, rent a Porsche when you're over there? Hopefully not. <laughs> No, you you need to get a bog standard Fiat, like a Fiat Tipo or something. I I, I was going to hire a Panda, right? However, um, I wouldn't st- get any luggage in there. I st- there's only three of us, and we travel with carry-ons only. The um, but we um we're little people, Ashmal. The um. I was going to book something, and then the person at Nardo at the Nardo Center asked if I'd been in touch to see if any press cars were available with Porsche Italy. Oh, so I'm waiting on a response from that before I go and hire a car in case they've got a car they would like me to use for the duration of our trip to Italy. That would be very cool. Oh my word! Yes, that would be very cool. So I'll uh, see how that pans out. Porsche Italy, we know you're listening. I'd appreciate a response to the um, email so that I can uh, continue planning the trip. Thank you very much. Brilliant. No, that'd do- be amazing. Yeah, long road trip um, assessment of a, of a KN GT. Why would you want a KN? Why, why would anybody want a KN? Because there's an auto strata. I'm going to travel at about 320 kilometres an hour in a KN turbo GT. Yeah. Here's Italy. Do that. I wonder what else you could get. Because obviously a, a 911, you wouldn't get your luggage in. Oh, I'd make it work. We can get two carry-ons in the front of a 911 plus a carry-on in the other back seat. And it's just me, my wife, and my daughter. We could make that work. No, I don't know. No. Uh, or you could get, uh, what's one of those that nobody likes? A Panamera. <laughs> the sausage. Yeah, that no one wants. Um, I definitely don't want an electric car because oh, yeah, I'm only going there for three weeks. And I'll need that long just to charge it. Yeah, that's true. You'll have to have a, a specific route. I can't imagine there are that many charging stations in Puglia, yeah. in, you know, rural Puglia. Well, well on our way, we're actually, I've, I've, look, it can't be something too low because we've got to get on and off a ferry because we're also going over to Ischia. Ah. Okay. I don't want to rip the arse out of a... Uh, car that's not mine getting on and off ferry with a car yeah true true i am um, yeah so i i'm talking about porsche car giving giving cars um at the cars and coffee event i saw tina oh yeah 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 uh so she's now keen she's ready she's it's, she said it's fine she can do it from the office so we're going to get her on I'm gonna get I'm gonna get her locked in. Yep, uh, a date. 
<clears throat> but um, she was in uh, a new uh, 9-11 Targa. Oh, yeah, lovely. Yep. Brand spanking new mm-hmm. she'd bought from the dealership um, because I think it was on display at the Cars and Coffee event. It was PJ's Cars and Coffee event. Oh, yeah, the, not PJ's Saga? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> um, and she said it's the car that's given out when like a fancy when 911 I, comes in for a service. When Ajmal needs one, yeah. Well, I said, I said, would I get it if I bought my 996 for a service? She kind of made a face that said, I don't know if we'd accept your car for a service. <laughs> it was, it was, you know, it didn't have a prime spot at Garden Coffee, which was a bit disappointing. Sorry about the radio silence. Dog had to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to cut that bit out. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get, we're gonna get her on. Um, so I've got I, I'm gonna get I'm determined to get more guests this time. And uh, just a little bit on the posts that uh, we did about the stats. Oh yeah. Um, I was well pleased. I thought that that was amazing. I was so happy for any um, anyone out there that's not following Ajmal on Instagram. Flat cap, that flat cap driver, and have a look at some of the stats at the uh, how the podcast has performed since the start of the year. I think we were we cracked the uh, we peaked at number one in New Zealand, Sweden, somewhere else. Where else was it, Ajma? Norway. Norway. No, actually, no. Norway. I think Norway Sweden was number three. Yeah, Sweden was number three. On Bahrain, uh, we, we, we topped out in Bahrain. I think didn't we? Uh, let me have a look. Uh, I haven't got stats for Bahrain. Oh, I thought I included Bahrain. I've got the- the UK was number 17. Obviously, this is all automotive category. Yeah, I just correct. Uh, yeah, UK was number 17. I'm really happy with that. Um, How about the USA, uh, mate? How's that number? That was unreal. I mean, that, yeah. 38. 40 yep. in uh, the States, number 38. All I could think um, of was the same thing, top 40. All I'm thinking of is Casey Casey. You know, we're doing his... Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, used to, I used to watch... his top 40. <laughs> yeah, he's top what was it he had a saying didn't he i can't remember what he's saying was oh geez um only number 15 in australia yeah yeah that's okay What's going on? it's oh look you know it's a it's a, i think it's a crowded marketplace it is true but you know i like to think we stand out in the crowd you know look, doing it, minimal uh minimal promotion yeah i think what we uh i think as we uh ramp up some continuity we're in with a better chance the um i've also um re- had a few um i've reached out to a couple of enthusiasts based in the subcontinent so we'll try and get some gain some traction there as well as we've discussed in the past yeah that'd be really good uh because it's I mean, it's such a huge market but it'd be really interesting i don't know much about it but i do um Obviously, we saw that ridiculous Top Gear episode where they go to India to extol the virtues of, you know, British products, but they actually just <laughs> obviously take bits. But then there's, but I do know that you know there's big collectors, this in, and there's obviously there's there's a lot of people with money. I know there's a massive disparity between you know the wealthy and the yeah, the it's almost wealthy. it's almost as bad as the USA. Well, well, yeah, because. Um, it was it was the Indian Grand Prix, wasn't it, in Formula One, where we got to talk about Formula One, uh, where um, where David Coulthard, I don't, I think he went off the PR message when they were just talking and they were out walking around outside the circuit, and he, he said, just you know, it's the richest, one of the richest sports in the world, and you step outside the the circuit and you're just smashed into the face with extreme poverty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Um, but, but like one block, like one block back from the strip in Las Vegas, you mean? Well, yeah, kind of, kind of like that. Uh, obviously, to a, a different level, but um, but it was, um, but obviously, there's a lot of wealth in India as well. There's a, um, um, but it just, I, 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 at least once a week, we'll go onto the um, India Times website, newspaper website, and um, just. Because it's regional, I sort of check most of the 
Southeast Asian papers once a week or so to see what the headlines were for the week. And um, there's towards the end of last year, there was a story about a guy who took delivery of a Career S, 992 Career S, and um, did his zero care given, I don't follow the road rules, I'm driving this car type thing and recopped the highest fine ever issued to anyone for any road use in the history of India. For just basically for oh. being a, for being a cockhead, right? So it was, um, <laughs> it was I, pretty I, well deserved. I yeah, didn't yeah. understand, but I'll tell you what. I, I've often talked about how alarmingly expensive the cars in Australia, Porsches to buy new. India gives us windburn. I'm telling you, the cars are ex astronomical. It's a um, in Australian dollars, yeah. a Carrera S starts at about four hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. So poverty pack Carrera. Or a career S, it's at two hundred plus thousand pounds. Yeah, in India, that's just exorbitant. You know, I, I, yeah, that's bad. That is crazy. Mm. And they probably still sell lots. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, let's. Uh, if any Indian listeners out there, reach out to us. Tell us about your um your experience as a car enthusiast there, because. And not just on Porsche, any car enthusiasm. I love seeing those YouTube videos of someone building their own car out of wood to look like a baguette. Yeah, um, well, that I mean, that happens in, I think, in countries where it's less nanny states, I think. Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. the word, where you can literally put anything on the road. Under-policed um, is, I believe, also, the term you look for. <laughs> well, but I think that if you think about if people could make um well the classic car there's a big classic car market i think in india i, I did read that somewhere uh, but then when you think about countries like cuba yeah yeah you know well, where that's through so necessity because they're sanctioned out of anywhere they can yeah. get anything isn't it but then you just think i know if for the people living there it must be come on or the whole world's getting all this new fangled stuff and it's amazing um but <laughs> but for people like me looking in, thinking you don't want all this new shit, <laughs> it's just clogs up all your. It's just all destroying the planet. It's you know, mend and reuse is is brilliant, but at the same time, that's to an extreme level, isn't it? So sometimes you they're having to make do with some crazy stuff. It is. It is. It's just a the um Formula One. Formula One. I need okay. to talk about. something happened in Formula One that I don't know about? Yeah, something something happened in Formula One. Uh, um, Christian Horner got in trouble. Um, I don't think that's over. <laughs> but, do you reckon? Do you reckon that's it? Him done? I, I, I'm, that bit I don't know about. But look, I don't think he's exactly in a position that other teams are going to be clamouring for his service if he decides to put himself on the free market. But that guy burnt some bridges, right? He's what he's done twenty years at Red Bull, hasn't he? He was what he was. He's done a while. He was about thirty years old when he took over there. Um, so I think um, he's obviously he's Red Bull through and through, um, and he has a reputation for being well, being who he is. Um, and I, I don't know. I mean, it depends what the because it's like controlling coercive behavior. That's what he's been accused of, right? Um, so I think it, it just depends whether it's proven, whether it's he's he's given some other punishment and they just let him carry on. Um, I don't know. Hang on, it's stop for a sec. Oh, good luck. Yeah, it's time for a conspiracy theory. Oh, no, 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 I, I, I don't, I think, no, yeah, no here it comes. Ready? Theory. Yeah, here's the conspiracy. Oh. The other topic you want to talk about was getting too much airtime. What can we do to get it focused back on us at Red Bull? I know. Let's just say <laughs> Christian <laughs> wasn't. <laughs> let's just say Christian wasn't very nice. That'll everyone will believe that because he isn't right. So let's get the news back on us. Let's get Red Bull's uh, what is it impressions on the global media increased. Now, see, that's it. Now you put it out there. That's it. It's going to you're going to run around the globe like wildfire, and we're going to get sued by Red Bull um, and the others. Um, but but the but I reckon it'll come to nothing. I don't know. It's 
I can't, I can't imagine if, if there's not enough of a fuss been made about it for it to be anything other than, um, I don't know, just a, a storm in a teacup kind of thing. He's just been pulled into the HR office and told to pull his head in. That's all that's happened. Probably, yeah. But in other Formula One news, <laughs> so Lewis Hamilton has signed for Ferrari. What? Has he? And, uh, I, I know. I was shocked. Where's um, Carlos going? And, uh, he doesn't even know yet, I suspect. But it's it's from 2025, so he's yeah, got this gonna, year. It's going to be an awkward year at Mercedes for him, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And But I, it's, I thought he might have got an inkling about the car. He's driven it in um, a sim. He drove the old car a lot. He's driven the sim car. Yeah, not much difference. I'm out. They said, but they said he hadn't driven the sim car, the new one. Oh, okay. That was my. I just made all that up. Sorry, I just made the assumption that he would have driven the sim for that car by now. I just think. I mean, if the rules are just an evolution of last year, and Ferrari had more pole positions in the last five races than even Red Bull. I mean, not yeah, that's because of Leclerc, though. But he can't finish a race. Yeah, exactly. So. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe Hamilton will push them to the next level. Oh, you'd and, love you it. Know, like, you'd love the Schumacher. You'd love the Schumacher era to start again at Ferrari, wouldn't you? We all would. <laughs> no, no, I don't think I would. I think Really? I, I want Schumacher to say Schumacher. I think it will be. I don't know. Because everybody thinks, oh, does he know something that we don't like? <laughs> like when he moved to Mercedes. He didn't know Mercedes were going to have the biggest period of dominance ever in Formula One history because um, the 2013 car that he first stepped into was just average, right? I, I think he won one race. Um, but And Schumacher didn't sign because they wanted Schumacher to sign mm-hmm. for more time. But he said, look, the next year's car doesn't look that great. So, and, you know, I don't want to be racing at the back of the grid when... Um, so it was only when the hybrid era came in and they just suddenly hit the front and they had this unprecedented uh, period of dominance. But I think you, if you think about... If you look at Ferrari's last year or two, yeah. the car's been good enough, right? Good enough to win more races than they have. Yeah, done. yeah, for sure. And like they've either screwed it up in driver error or um, strategy, Okay. They, they, they're trying to fix one of those problems by signing Lewis. Yeah. Okay. The other one, look, there's going to be another bombshell drop sometime soon. There's no way they're going to – who got dragged over? That He was like Lewis's mentor from back in when he first signed. Is it Vasseur? I can't remember the guy's name. Who, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so he's jumped on the Ferrari bandwagon, right? So that's going to have something to do with that. Either that or – Lewis is just getting paid a shit ton of money in his last career or two, last year or two of F1, and this is his, you know, last hurrah. And, yeah, he's always said he wants to drive for Ferrari at some point. That's no, There's no secret about that in his career, you know. So this is just that. It's the end of his career. And I'll tell you what's going to happen, though, that's going to really um, upset some people. Saints is going to get in the other Red Bull car. No, the honey badger's getting in the other Red Bull car. Look, everyone wants that's the that's what everyone wants to happen, but the reality is it's not gonna happen. Science is I don't feel like science is a better driver though. But then Ricardo. Yeah. Ricardo's got kids at a Saints age. He's like fifteen years older than Saints, isn't he? Ricardo's like thirty-two or something. He's yeah, not... that's what I mean. But if you think about okay, okay, so if so the driver merry-go-round, because mm. obviously this has thrown a grenade into the driver yeah, yeah. market. But every, and that's been the highlight of this whole thing so far, really, hasn't it? Yeah. So but everyone's everyone's under contract at the end of next year, apart from Fernando Alonso. To the so end when, of next year? Yeah, so, uh, sorry, the end of this year. So when... Um, so who doesn't have a when, steering wheel? Who's Who's not got a steering wheel but wants one this year? For 2024. This year, uh, I don't think there is anybody. This year, this year's market settled. 
Yeah. So for 2025, I think the only major name out of contract is Fernando Alonso. And people are saying, hang on, is no, he Checo's going to out. Checo's um, contract finishes the end of 2024. I can't see them renewing that. Well, he's going to want a seat. So it's not just Alonso. Yeah, and he, and he like, brings, he Alonso's brings 100, yeah, Alonso's 150 years old, right? Yeah. So, But if he's still doing the business, who cares? Mm, yeah, sure. Perez, think, yeah, the thing you've mentioned about money and Perez, he does bring a lot of Mexican money, right? Yeah, it's like 300 million or something. Yeah, an exorbitant amount of money. Lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think... But it, but it's interesting, you know, with Lewis Hamilton moving, it's I don't think I think he you're right. It's the lure of the prestige of the Ferrari name. Um, he's towards the end of his career. He's probably got two or three years left, and he's thinking if I could win a title with Ferrari, that would that would just top everything. I reckon he'd retire the next day probably. How many um, how, how many um how many drivers can you think of that would have won a championship in three cars? Yeah, three different teams. Because uh, that's what would happen uh, if you did if you did win with Ferrari, right? Yeah, that would be it. And I, I can't think of anyone else who's done that. Uh, Schumacher did it with two. Um, Frost did it with two. Fangio, who, how many did he do it with? I have no idea. I think the likes of, I'd, I'd have to check with, you know, um, what's his name? Stuart. Jackie Stewart, uh, Jim Clark, all of those I'd have to check. Um, but even, but it'd be it'd be interesting. I think that's why he's done it. And obviously, it's a shit ton of money. It's going to be the, you know, imagine that you've been in Formula One for twenty odd years, and then you walk out in yeah. the last couple of years in a Ferrari suit in a Ferrari car. Yeah. Um, and he'll he'll definitely take them up a level, I think, uh, in terms of results. I think he will. There's um everyone's making an assumption that he's going to be the number one driver there. No, I don't think there'll be any of that. I, I, no, because Leclerc would never have agreed to that. I don't think Leclerc had a say. Do you think? Do you think Leclerc's in a position to say if you bring him, I'm out? Do you think Ferrari would go? Oh, okay, we won't. Not a chance. They got the greatest. They got the regardless of era, everything. No one's won more races. No yeah. one's had more poles, right? Yeah. Who who in their right mind and what team's going to say to Lewis? No, nah, sorry, I'm not going to bring you because my guy that is sore has got a couple of pole positions and won a few races. Says no. Not a no, chance. I don't think he'd go. No, I don't think he would because he wasn't number one at you know he wasn't de facto number one at Mercedes. I think it's he could quickly establish himself as number one. That would be something. That's a possibility, I think. Because if he turns up and he's making, because he, let's face it, he doesn't make mistakes, right? They're very few and far yeah. between. Yeah, few and far. I mean, I can't remember the last one that I. Um, and we talk about his. Fa- are we talking about his fashion mistakes or he's behind the wheel? Yeah, a lot of fashion. You know, just talking about that, people say, oh, look, you know, when you look at the drivers from back in the day, no, what you need to look at is you need to look at Jackie Stewart and then you need to look at James Hunt and he's like all leather, no shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim Morrison. Walking around. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Looks like Jim Morrison. And you go, no, it happens through every era. And, you know, I I wasn't um, a massive Lewis Hamilton fan for a while when he used to kind of, not it almost felt like he was working against the team when he was at McLaren uh, a couple of times where things didn't go his way. Um, but obviously, he's, you know, his success is is there for everybody to see. But there's also the he's also matured. I, I don't, yeah, he's matured. But at the same time, I, I think there's a thing about he, him and Toto Wolf. They walked into uh, the hybrid era, and Mercedes were set on a path to the hybrid era before the two of them arrived. So when people say, oh, Total Wolf's the one to turn it around, because look at the success he's led, yeah. mm-hmm. he didn't create that success. He landed when it was, they they knew they had a winning car. Ross Braun knew they had a winning car and he left. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and that I think there's and also, you know, the some of the questionable strategy calls he's made on the radio, just from pure driving talent, I think he's you know, he's, he's top three in the history of the sport. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the order you can, you know, choose. Yep. But I think in terms of a complete driver, you you probably put like Senna, Schumacher, Alonso probably above him. But that's that's not a category, right? That's not yep. a category you go in terms of complete driver, would you yep. do this? Yeah. But I think in 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 terms of brand, I think he's been brilliant for Formula mm-hmm. One. He yep. needed it. Um and I think if if he has like a last in a Ferrari and he wins the title, then what a way to go. I want to talk about two other I want to talk about two Formula One related topics. The first I'm one drive to survive. No, the first one is have you seen the Ferrari film? No, I haven't. No, I, I I can't bring myself to pay for it. So I'm going to wait for it till it comes on the streaming website. Okay, we'll talk about it once you've watched it. Yeah, okay. Uh, um, the next thing is I can't remember a so-called hypercar release looking uglier than that RB17 Red Bull car that Newey's designed. That is an absolute shocking looking thing. Um. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up again. It is. It could very well be. But on a, on a, I when I saw the profile, I thought it was a some kids at school drew it. Well, I mean, like look it's... at look at when you when you when you think hypercar, well for me anyway. Look at the Valkyrie. The thing looks unbelievable, right now with. It looks like a spaceship for Christ's sake. Even that new um, Koenigsegg Yesco Absolute thing that I've seen all over social media in the last few days, that thing looks unbelievable. And then they got a high school project coming out of Red Bull. Well, wouldn't he have made it for um, – it's it's all going to be based on aerodynamics and not on yeah, aerodynamics, I know. right? I know, but, you, you know – when people are shelling out, what's this thing going to cost? Eight mil, probably. I don't know. I'm throwing a number out there. I've got but no idea much of it. Six point two million dollars, I think. Or it whatever was. it is, it's a, it's a, it's more money, right, than most of us are going to see this week. So yeah, that being the case, wouldn't you want it to look half good? Actually, in saying that, I actually think the AMG one's not that good a looking car either. It isn't no, no, I don't think it was. So they've all got um, really short. Fronts, haven't they? Yeah, Just but because the, the Chiron does it okay. It, it, I reckon that's a pretty decent looking car. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. And I tell me, know. I mean, a McLaren F1, a design masterpiece, right? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Thirty Still years is. old. Still, yeah. you know, rolled off a showroom floor today. You go, Phew, yeah, okay. It still looks <laughs> current, right? Yeah, it does. But um. That's not um, I, actually. You just saying about Adrian Newey designed the hypercar? Didn't they? Didn't he design didn't the people Valkyrie? Say that there were rumours that he might. Uh, I don't know if he did. Now the rumours with him going, him leaving Red Bull was something to do with the Christian Horner contract tied in together or something. So to free him up to go and do something else. It didn't say for him to follow Lewis. But he has said a number of times he'd like to work with Lewis, and he has said he would work with Ferrari at some point in the future. But when that is, like if the whole thing come together. So, so let's predict it. Horner's kicked out. Uh, Adrian Newey's Ferrari. Gunter Steiner into Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> How good would that be? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, that's, that's it. There you go. The, the, sport, itself. the sport is, no, Steiner's value is in is in running a completely shit uncompetitive team because otherwise you won't have enough to carry on about being drive to survive. In fact, I can't believe Netflix aren't sponsoring him into a team. No. Oh, you know what might happen? Our mate um, Deadpool might actually, and his mate, might, uh, you know, there's something to do with Alpin now. Maybe they're going to get him in just for the um, views on the Netflix show, which they're inevitably making. Yeah. Now that they're finished yeah, with the they, Wrexham they thing. Will. 
because he's uh, the thing is they were they were gifted a share of Alpine. Oh, were they? Because obviously, yeah. Because Ryan Reynolds is obviously he's a marketing genius. Yeah, he's um, pretty good. But yeah, they were they were gifted or whatever one percent or zero point point one percent or whatever of the team. We're still worth millions. But that is, who knows? I mean, they might get him in. They've got to get Gunter in. Like, even just for the TV time. No, I wonder if they'll get him in. He'll be like a Sky Pundit or something. <laughs> yeah, as a, he would have no problems whatsoever being a roving reporter at every F1 yeah. match, would he? Because he'd get access. I mean, I think. He should just do the pit walk. I mean the uh, I the grid walk. Yeah, sorry, the, yeah, the grid walk. It's um, so I think the the fact that there's more current drivers now, like more recently retired drivers than say Martin Brundle, who's the main yep. um main commentator. You know, people like um, obviously Rosberg. Rosberg does great commentary on the races. Uh, Weber, uh, Coulthard, um. Well, actually, Coulthard is because everybody messaged him, didn't they, on Instagram when Lewis Hamilton went and yep. they said, Get that PowerPoint presentation out for Mercedes. <laughs> Remember, he did a PowerPoint presentation when they needed a driver at Red Bull. But I mean, he'd give a different perspective, wouldn't he? Because they had Eddie Jordan for a while giving his view on. Uh, from a, a team or team sort of principal point of view, but I think that's become quite out of date. It's so different now. Yeah, I'm pre- I'm a little bit disappointed that Cadillac got the ass. Yeah, I've read about, I've read into what the reasons for it were. And I can't quite remember now. Well, this can be very memorable. Oh, look, actually, while we're talking motor racing in general, Porsche won the. Uh... Daytona 24-hour while we've been. No, didn't we talk about that last time? Oh, we might have, yeah. Yeah, with Matt Campbell, the Aussie kid winning. Have you heard yeah, since about the, that they, that they, as soon as Porsche got out the front, they uh, put out the white flag two minutes too early and Cadillac was closing them down? There's a whole heap, really? of, contro- yeah, a whole heap, heap of controversy. Oh, yeah, but is that another, are you're not throwing out another conspiracy theory, are you? No, no, it's actually happened. The race finished nearly two minutes early, and Cadillac was closing what? in at 0.7 seconds a lap or something. They were only like, you know, 0.9 of a second behind on the uh, the checkered flag, and there was like they should have had at least one, maybe two more laps. Oh, no, I can't. Surely that would have been a big scandal. It actually has been in the US because yeah, because Cadillac would have won Cadillac an American company. Everybody. Yeah, and um. I think it's more to do with uh, Penske racing. I think he was uh, bribing the right people. Oh, you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. See, you're putting just one conspiracy what, theory. Yeah, what, what, what's, yeah, what's the saying in uh, motor racing? There's um, cheaters and losers. <laughs> well, I'm actually changing the subject completely. Have you heard of, have you heard of the enhanced games? No, but I like the sound of it. Are these basically, a high, highly medicated Olympics? Is that what we're talking about here? It's, yeah, it's basically. Uh, well, there's another name for that. There's another name for that, Asma. It's called professional sport. Well, this is where they're actively allowed to take steroids. Yeah, but how entertaining off. is that going to be? That's going to be perfect. Well, the guy's come out. He's, I think he's Australian, the swimmer. And he said, oh, I'm going for the world record. And obviously everyone was saying, well, it's not going to be a world record because you're fucking cheating. Well, not really. He's not competing against other people. Well, no, he'll be competing against other people who are also on drugs. Yeah, so it's still a level playing field, isn't it? It's, it's weird, just, though, because... It'll just be more exciting. Well, I mean, if you're if, if that becomes a thing, right, um, then people are going to be incentivized to take more steroids or do more dangerous things surely you know hang on, hang on. Drop dead just, just back it up just back 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 for a second yep it's time to throw i'm going to kick a hornet's nest here professional sport is entertainment without the entertainment factor there's no money 
to make it professional because people won't pay. It has to be entertaining. You need eyes on the event to make it professional. They need the money. Okay. The money doesn't magically appear. Therefore, I don't know. You get sponsorship and all sorts. Yeah. Therefore, it is now crossed out of sport and is now entertainment. That's the only reason the sport exists. The English Premier League budgets wouldn't be there without television coverage. Therefore, it's no longer a sport. It's actually entertainment. And do you want me? And do you know the inherent word that makes this the case? Especially with the English Premier League. Oh, this is going to really upset some people. They are playing it. They're not competing. They're playing a game. It's entertainment. Is it though? Of course it's entertainment. That's all it is. The thing is, the way it's tiered is obviously success brings you money. Like, you know, in in the English Premier League, you've got to be in the Champions League. And what's the motivation um, to get to the next level? No, but that's what I mean. It's, it's money. But if your motivation is money and to survive and stay at that level, you have to, for example, every season be in the Champions League yeah, yeah, and we... to therefore compete in the Champions League. But then if you played a, a version of football that was just so stodgy and awful to watch, but it, it got you the desired outcome, which is you were in the Champions League, people do it. People do it, and no one longer say anything else to them that their fans would love it. But um, but you know, if it was a boring match on television, then that's kind of that'd be that's not our problem. We're not here to, and say we're here to win. We're here to make money. Tell me, do you? The sport has nil all draws. Test cricket has five days with a no outcome, right? There are sports that are actually only entertainment. And this is just a poor example of when that entertainment fails. So are you saying that the enhanced games is going to go viral and become an amazing thing? I think it's really... Look, to give you some perspective, and these are the extremes, right? Why don't we associate the competitors in WWE... Mm-hmm. with the Olympians of Roman Greco wrestling. One, well, I mean, they're there's... juiced up to the eyeballs. They're entertaining. Yep. They fill stadiums. You go to Roman Greco wrestling on the weekend, it'd be mums and dads who are watching their phones. Well, you know, uh, Kurt Angle won an Olympic gold and then I he went on to become... He, he he became a WWE champion, and yet, but he but, won Olympic gold for America. Yeah, but he he couldn't go back the other way, could he? Uh, he tried because he that will once the testing time. started, yeah. that's it. He's gone. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get sued by a WWE wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is the enhanced games. We already have the enhanced games. It's called professional sport. For oh, that's that's scandal. Scandal. Yeah, I know. I think. Uh, well, the thing is, there, there's there's always going to be people who get away with it. Look, I mean, look at Lance Armstrong. He he kind of not only did he get away with it, but he, he tried to destroy people who, who tried to call him out. He tried to rub their faces in the dirt, and then eventually he just came out and said, "Yeah, actually, okay, maybe I did. Maybe it, I was yeah. a bad egg. Yeah, maybe I did. What well, my how many?" How many Tour de France did he seven. win? Seven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe I cheated for all of them. <laughs> maybe, maybe means yes. But it turns out that investment I made in Ubers turned out all right. Yeah. No. So he's he's still, you know. And then he had that, you know, at that little uh, bit where he appears in which movie does he appear in? Dodgeball. No, he's in a few films. He's dodgeball. But it's dodgeball is the one. Okay. Uh, where he does a little, you know, to Vince Vaughn, he does a little motivational thing, and now you're suddenly going, you fucking cheating. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm too close to that sport to offer commentary. Well, that, I mean, it, it was 
I actually got it. I, I actually was too close to Lance Armstrong to uh, offer that commentary. Oh, I thought you were going to say I was t- also taking steroids <laughs> no. to offer commentary. On no, I, w- I, I wouldn't be doing a D grade podcast on a uh, Monday evening, right? <laughs> They were at least C grade now. Yeah, I try. Yes, yeah, that's how we C grade. Yeah, C minus. Right. Yeah. C minus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's anyway. Look, it's getting on. Let's um, yes, catch up again shortly, listeners. If you've got any commentary on the hand grenades I've thrown in? Please don't hesitate to reach out to me, Mark at Mark and Cars, and uh, or Ajmal, a flat cap driver on most social media platforms. Ajmal. Can you uh, do me a favour and get that 912 in your garage after you put the tiles on? Don't turn the front wheels once you get the car in the garage. We're fine on the tiles. It'll be awesome. <laughs> I'll get it done. I'll get it done. You'll see it. Have a great week, my friend, and thank you, listeners, for your time today. See you later. Thank you.